Huzzah! I'm writer-director Cliff Dorfman, and I'm here with this guy. Me, the guy who failed puppet school, Jason Smith. <laughs> ah, good one. And we're here to talk to you about our daily podcast, Stuck at Home with Cliff and Jason. Jason Smith? Yeah, every day, rain or shine, like weird-ass postmen, we talk with our tours, talent, and critics about the shows we love and the ones that we want you to love. And the ever-changing landscape of our business, from streaming wars to what's worth streaming. Plus, I gotta say, we do have some pretty damn fine guests, don't we, Jason? Oh, hell yeah, we do. We got guests like David Arquette, the infamous and hysterical Gilbert Godfrey, and legendary writer David Kep. Yeah, I mean, we really do span the entire gamut. Plus, we always have some interesting surprises, stats, our No Guest Wednesdays, TM pending. Where can everybody find us, Jason? You know, all the places. Starburns Audio, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, all the usual suspects where you go to get your podcast. All right, so have we uh, we pretty much do this? Are we done? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we that good? covers it. All right, let's go. Stuck at home. Yeah. Stuck in Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scarborough Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two screens, no means. A.k.a. Wiffle Ghost Runners ripping cringing New York Post punters. Hello. That was Will Gad. How about this one from Will, Will Gad? Will Gad! Two gents with two cents dragging malcontents. We're filming accents. We got these. Get in here. a wawa. Hey, so case. all we're saying is grab a Coke Zero and hang out and listen to our podcast. Get grab a Coke Zero, Zero. I Get love it. that we're wearing long sleeve shirts. That's it. Got Fall in Los Angeles descended upon us last night. It is windy. But it's going to get hot again. But Big Ten football came this weekend, and with it came the fall, and it came our fall season. So, so we're lumberjacks. We're 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 riding out. We're we're carrying the log. The final week. Uh, so a week from tomorrow is the election. If yep. you don't have a plan to a week vote from when this drops, is week, the election. Uh, that's what I mean. A week from when this drops. A week from tomorrow, as we're recording this, uh, we're coming to the finish line, which then will become a new starting line to more chaos. However, you will got be, us. We will be here throughout to provide you comedy, relief, insight. It's what we do. We break down situations. We break down how the laws are changing. We break down people doing dumb things and trying to rail against the system that isn't out to get them. Let's do it. Let's, Let's dive right into in. one right now because so, San Francisco guys Oh, San Francisco. Got it right. Leave it to San Francisco to be out ahead of the curve, the whole Karen curve. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, we're we're so we're less than a week away from Halloween. I bet Karen becomes a popular Halloween costume. Huge Halloween costume, and it has like a cell phone that people are talking. You can talk to. No, no, just- no. It's a woman who is holding a way too short leash, and the dog, dog is, is up being in the air, strangled, basically like hung a hung dog. Up and in they the air give you like out. a little plastic cell phone so you can call nine one one on someone, right? Uh, and out of the cell phone is coming someone saying you can't use nine one one to make this call. That's right. Uh, here we go. We're talking about legislation that chips away at Karen's power. I love it. <laughs> like, like an amber alert for assholery. Thank you. It's perfect. Uh, it, and this is it. It may be illegal soon to make discriminant, gr- discriminatory, racially ba- biased 9-11 calls in San Francisco. Good. I love it. I love it. Good. Let's write it into the law. If people are acting stupid, let's put an end to it. So they're trying to do that, and they're calling it the Karen Act. K- C-A-R-E-N. Caution against racially exploitative, exploitative non-emergencies. Non-emergencies. Hilarious. Hilarious. 
and non-emergencies is hyphenated. So they got away with one right there, but they call it the Karenette and it's C-A-R-E-N because they care. Right. They're caring about people. They this be is caring so, about things. We be caring. We be caring about people who have to deal with Karens. So it was introduced in July in San Francisco to the Board of Supervisors meeting by Supervisor Shaman Walton. Walton. There they you go. Seize the meme. Seize the meme. Make, make fun of it. And then make that behavior illegal. That's, that's what we were asking. Can we do. argue with it? Can we argue with it? Yes. Yeah. Because Karen's are. I don't think you can. And yet people are arguing. Okay. This is like punishing. And it just came into a rule in, in I believe, European soccer. That's right. Punishing people for flopping on the field. You get a red card if you flop. It's so discouraging what is, people from the flop. So what is a flop for those who don't really, really follow a It means someone soccer. who pretends like they were tripped. And instead of like just being tripped, even with a foot that's like nearby him and no one touches him, you act like you just Fly, got shot. Like, like fall down, clutch your knee, even though the guy ran by your neck. Like it, it, it makes no sense whatsoever. And players will argue, well, the field is so big and there are so few you refs have in the to field, catch the refs' got, attention. You have to make like a grand gesture, do it. I think there's a little more to it than that. They're trying to get other guys to get kicked out of the game. But what they've got now is a situation where you can get penalized for the false go call. To, go to the videotape. With video review, let's go to the tape. They cleaned up something that was annoying in the game, right. which is exactly what's going on right well, here. So that's all they're trying to do. They're trying to say, look, it's one thing if you are actually in trouble, but if you're trying to weaponize the police, if you're trying to do something illegal, if you're trying to use the whatever position privilege you have to try and get someone else in trouble, trouble that they don't deserve to be in, you're going to get got. Yeah. And and you got to think twice. So as you dial 9-1, there are a lot of people it. walking around these cities right now with 9-1. Nine nine one, ready to go. Ready to add that Fired one. up in the old phone. The ordinance is one step closer to becoming law on Tuesday. This past Tuesday, the board unanimously passed the act on first read. So they know, they get it. This is supposed to happen. I'm just a Karen. And I'm only a Karen. And I'm just sitting here waiting and staring at this bird watcher. Mm -hmm. Next week, the bill uh, has to be voted on again. That's this week by the board. And then it will be sent to Mayor London Breed. London to Breed, to me, sounds like, like a British way to prepare a steak without, without grilling, grilling it. it. Yes. How did you cook it? We London bread. And it. it's always revealed in like a silver chasing. London Breed. For the madam, London Breed. And I'll have the London Breed medium rare. And reveal. Mm -hmm. uh, the ordinance name is a twist on Karen. Thanks, newspaper, for mm -hmm. telling us that. No need to point that out. This is why people are turning away from newspapers. Making uh, racially biased 911 calls. And it's not just Karen. There are also names like Becky, which have also come to symbolize stereotypes oh, of whiteness. Oh, my God. Look at her. Pie. Susan and Chad. Does that mean we can expect the Becky bill to back up this bill and be the, the next? The Susan citation. The hanging Chad. We've okay. already got the hanging Chad. That's not a bill. That's just wishful thinking that That's a guy right. named Chad it might is. end it. Yeah, uh, maybe. The Carrot Act has been met with support and opposition since it was proposed. Support I get. Opposition, I have no idea why. Well, like, who, who is mad at who this? Who is opposing this? Someone who is going to use 911 in a racially insensitive way. Several residents wrote letters to the board urging them to reconsider renaming the ordinance, citing it is sexist. Sexist? How is it and sexist? targets people with the name of Karen. It's C A R E N. Didn't you see the? Uh, is it? It's an acronym. How is that yeah. sexist? And if it's memorable and it gets support, then and it gets onto a ballot. Then it's what it is? If it takes advantage of the moment. tidal wave That's of right. the meme of the moment the and uses that the zeitgeist to get it passed, what's wrong with that? Yeah. People will remember it. 
Quote, the name of the act places a target on my name as a racist, and I am not one resident. So wait, are you saying that mad is bad because dads aren't against drunk driving too? No, this is a woman named Karen who feels like this puts a target on her back. And I would argue the kind of person who writes a letter to a board about a thing, you are- You're already demonstrating Karen behavior. I have a friend named Karen. I love her so much. She's not a Karen. She's anything but a Karen. Writing a letter to complain about something that isn't ruining your life, but pretending like it is actually ruining your life, That's is the most Karen thing you could do. Straight up Karen move. By associating the name Karen, this is another quote, or anyone else's name with such a law, it's really offensive. It's I'm not, not a name. How is C-A-R-E-N a name? They Maybe. can hide behind that. Just like you're hiding behind 911, they can hide behind the fact that it's an acronym. Maybe don't behave like that. Yeah. And then you're all good. Yeah. Never get yourself in that situation. And I think you're fine. Or joke about it if it ever comes up. That's right. I got news for you. In this day and age, rarely will anyone who doesn't know you say your first name. Yeah. That's a fact, okay? If you're a middle-aged white, white woman, woman, no one who you don't know is going to be saying your name. And let I mean, who is going to know that your name is Karen outside of your inner, inner circle? Nobody. Give, give give your middle name at Starbucks no if you're one. really terrified. If That's you feel right. like you've been so oppressed that you have to get... When we were kids, this is the truth. Our last name Sklar, very hard. Three consonants in a row. Very hard for people to say. We knew that no one would get it right. Someone on Twitter just today said, "I love the Skyler brothers." It's not. There's no why in it. We, we weren't like there isn't a spinoff of Hamilton about us. That we're the we're not the Skyler brothers to the Skyler sisters. sisters. It's just Sklar. That's a very difficult thing to say. S K L. Very difficult. And we we were, our dad got fed up with it over time, and we would go to restaurants, and they we would, had to put your name in and our dad without telling us would put his first name in as a last name his first name was richard richards he would put in his first name he went by dick so if they would have called us the dicks that would have been great that would have been great we get up and be like screw you we're going to our table that's us but no he called himself he would he would put in the name richards so we'd just be sitting there he wouldn't tell us but someone over the little microphone would be like richard's party of four we'd be like yep Yep, that's that's us." us Not even knowing that dad did that. Okay, so was it inconvenient? No, yeah. maybe a little bit. A little bit, but, but did who we cares? survive? Yes. yes. So you're just feigning anger about something that really isn't ruining Again, your life. Again, Karen move. Quote, I do not have objection to this act. The issue that it's trying to address is wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Wrote another resident. I do strongly object to the name. Why? The insensitive choice of many people to use the name Karen as a general purpose term of disapproval for middle-aged white women needs to stop. What's funny about this is that there's never been a name that you can call white people that makes them mad. I, Louis C.K., I believe, used to have a bit about this, but the concept was you. there is nothing you can really say that can hurt white people because- That's right. Like, Jews have words. We have words that mm-hmm. are pretty offensive and pretty awful. Yeah. And but the common middle-aged Christian white woman doesn't really have can't call someone a cracker. It doesn't bother people. No, they don't care. It's not an issue. But now that Karen is out there and in the I think it doesn't even have to do with what you're actually saying. It's that it's become so popular. It's become this movement. It's, it's become, become a charged. swell of something, right? Yeah. There, there. It's like there's I, anger. I'm sick of it though. I'm so sick, Rand, of, of the, the indignation, of the fake anger, and the That's fake right. indignation right. that goes. You're just with giving it. someone to just get self righteous about something. Uh, the ordinance is similar to the statewide AB 1550 bill introduced by California Assemblyman Rob Bonta, uh-huh. making it uh, unlawful and, and accountable for a caller to fabricate false racially biased emergency reports. Yeah. No flopping in life. You can't this, do it. This is the no flopping rule. You deserve to pay for lying and weaponizing the police 
with, you know, to satisfy your racism. Here's what it says. Even if you feel like you're, even if your anxiety is forcing you to make yourself feel like you're in trouble. Using 911 as a tool for your prejudice towards marginalized communities is unjust and wrong. Bonta tweeted. Exactly. Bonta. You got bonted. And to be clear, this has nothing to do with situations in which someone is actually in duress, under duress, and in danger. They're just talking about the misuse of emergency situations. Right. That's what these bills are for. So before people get all up in arms and we'll say, never wait, wait, have... I can't use 911 anymore. Yes, you can You're use You're not it. letting me use, yes, you I'm not it. allowed to contact the cops if I feel threatened. No, you're just not allowed to misuse it. You're definitely still allowed to use it. Racially motivated 911 calls aren't a new occurrence across the country in spite of a recent uptick following the death of George Floyd, an unarmed black man killed in police custody. We all in know that story. Thank you, newspaper. Earlier this summer, a white hotel employee in North Carolina called the police on a guest. A, a black- guest. A black woman and her children who were using the hotel swimming pool. Yeah. They paid for a room and they paid for the pool. They should get to ha- go to this hotel for life, although yeah. I would never go back there again. There's no way to spin what you just did. None. And, and and you're mad about, if you're mad about someone calling this bill the Karen Act. You should be more mad at all the reasons that led to this bill being. Correct. There's no, as mad as you are, you cannot possibly be as mad as these people who paid for a hotel room, started swimming in the pool, and someone called the cops on them. Racist false reports put people Kids. in danger with waste, and they waste resources. Yeah, let's talk about the fact that it wastes resources. Yes. Right? This bill could protect millions of Californians. It spreads units thin to where they should be dealing with other real things, but instead they're dealing with these things because of selfish, racist lies that someone That's right. tells. That's right. It's a misdemeanor by the way, uh, or felony offense in many states making a false report, uh, including California, accountability is lacking for making racially biased calls to law enforcement. Yeah, let's let's add this racial component to this thing. That's how we're gonna, this is how we take what's happening in the world. Like I did think back on I'm just a bill and I think about, yeah. so in the example they used in I'm just a bill, it's that there were car accidents on a street corner yeah. and they said, we need a, need a stop, stop light sign. here, yeah. a stoplight. Stoplight. And so they- wrote to their local congressman and they said, we need a stoplight here. There's too many accidents. And then they they listened to it and they wrote a bill and it went all the way up. So that's what's happening right yeah. now. We don't have a People stop are going sign. unchecked and causing right. accidents in life and we need a stop sign. And this is the stop sign to say, you can't do it. Think twice before you dial 911. Think that's twice it. before you weaponize the police. Yep. And there you go. That's it. That's our first story. That's the first story. And I think it's it's funny to me. I always find out like, Listen to how, this is how you can judge whether someone's really upset or not. Take a look at how mad they are and take a look about at what they're mad about. That's right. And then you really have an understanding. Then you really, really understand if they're trying to protect their way of life and what they've been doing, or if they're really actually outraged by something. All right. That seems unjust. On the other side of the break, I don't know if you've seen the new Borat movie, but- uh, I have not yet, but I've seen this scene. It's got a crazy scene with Uncle Creepy in it, and by Uncle Creepy, we mean Rudy Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani. We'll be right back after this break. Guys, we talk about this on this podcast all the time, that this is a stressful time Mm -hmm. for the world. Mm -hmm. It is a stressful time for all of us individually, and it is a hard time to prioritize yourself when so much is going on, when you're taking care of your family or you're taking care of the world. And when you have a lot on your plate, 
that's actually when you need to do it the that's most. That's when we need it. Investing in your mental health is long-term benefits. We're telling you that. We believe it. And with Talkspace, our sponsor, I love these guys, they could actually be affordable. So Talkspace, online therapy, you connect with the licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. You get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device, which means that it's it healthy, it's safe. COVID safe, and you reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind. So unlike in-person therapy sessions, Talkspace gives you 24-7 access to your online therapy room. You send unlimited messages to your dedicated therapist, and they will respond daily, five days a week. Best of all, an entire month of Talkspace costs about the same as a one, single one, one in-person in visit. Session. It's amazing. So they, it's, they're on a mission. Their mission is to make therapy therapy affordable and accessible for all. That is such a beautiful mission uh, because we need the extra support right now. We need to feel our best where all of us are feeling it right now. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships, so much more. And no matter what, Talkspace will find the perfect therapist for you. It is affordable. It is a secure network. All these things. The bottom line is that we need somebody to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price that we can afford. As a listener to our podcast, you get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com, download the app, make sure to use the code SCLAR to get your $100 off for your first month. That's S-K-L-A-R. And it also shows that we're the ones who sent you and it supports our show. That's SCLAR at Talkspace.com. Get the support you need. We want you guys to feel good about yourselves and we couldn't be happier that these guys are sponsoring the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I uh, want to mention again, we've got doing the live Dumb People Town on November 7th. That's Saturday, 6.30 West Coast time, 9.30 Eastern, we're, 7.30 Mountain, 8.30 Central. So we're about a little under two weeks out, probably about 10, 11 days out from the show, 12 days out from the show. And we're at where we were in terms of ticket sales with like four days left last night. So it's going to sell out probably this week or next week. If you're thinking about it and you're like, man, I want to do something after this election. I know people that are going out of town after the election. They just don't want to be around as it has. Let us be the thing that gives you just you can that go anywhere, break. by the way. As long as you have Wi-Fi, you can as take us As long as you have anywhere. Wi-Fi, you can take us anywhere. That's Go to eventbrite.com, look up Live Down People Town. John Hamm and the band Tennis. Come on, you Let need it. Let us entertain you. You, you need it, the and then we'll announce our guest for the uh, the one we'll be doing for the- December 12th. The holidays, and we'll do one for at that as well. But again, check that out. Also, we're posting uh, videos on our Facebook page, Sklar Brothers. You should follow that if you don't follow that already. And our YouTube page. Uh, look up Scarborough Country on YouTube. Subscribe to that. Let's jump into the story. Okay, so Rudy Giuliani, he is a, uh, he's a creepy uncle. He's That's officially become the creepy uncle that no one of America, with yeah, anymore. No, no, no one but Trump, right? And that should tell you everything you need to know about that guy. The yeah. fact that he's still keeping him around, yeah, it's about loyalty. This guy's loyal. They to can me. go off and touch each other inappropriately, grab each other by the pussy as much as they want. Of all, seriously, of all the bozos in Trump's camp. He is definitely one, the one that I would pick would be the easiest one to, to be prank. pranked. Yeah, he's a prank. mark. He's a straight up mark, and he, because he's a drunk, that's what he is. So he was on record, by the way. I don't know that you saw this like a week ago, maybe. He was on record saying that even if the Hunter Biden story about the laptop was not true, the public has a right to know about it. To know about what? That, that you're it's wrong? not true. That something what are, what isn't, are you saying? You're an idiot. So the public has the right to know the lie. Yeah. You are the worst, Rudy. You're you a senile old bag of garbage. Scratch that. Senile old bag of drunk garbage. Yeah, you're the garbage in New York City that the rats don't even want to go and Yeah, they feast know to on. stay away from you. Like they walk up to it and say, This isn't even for us. Really Rudy Giuliani was the only one who relished the 9-11 attacks yeah. because it allowed him to sort of 
push himself forward and be like this hero of the city. It's well, like, now Rudy's in some other trouble, yeah. and it's the kind that people just don't come back from. Because, because there's proof. It's got been video, caught on videotape. And it's not just videotape. It's part of a movie, for Christ's sake. The reputation of Rudy Giuliani could be set for a further blow. Like that To have <laughs> was, that be the opening line of an article about you is already a bad thing. Rudy Giuliani has gotten punched in the face in the last couple of months, and now he's just falling backwards and continually getting punched. He's punching himself with his own hand uh with the release of highly embarrassing footage from sasha baron cohen's follow-up to borat hey, Borat, i saw the scene pretty bad yeah it's definitely pretty By bad the, way, the score in the scene is amazing yeah it definitely ratchets up the suspense great job whoever give did enough the, credit to the, to the music, music people our, yeah. our friend michael penn uh is an unbelievable musician and scores a lot of tv shows and movies take a listen to the scores of movies yes the, and tv shows like spend more time paying attention so to that can those you, people are well, amazing in your mind what's the most sort of memorable score that you've heard I mean, that, I'm that, just such a fan of anything Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, oh, they, yes, there will they be use, blood. Yes, they they oh use songs. God. They use like, and in obviously in Magnolia, they use real songs. But the scoring of that was just so intense yeah. and so good. I have another buddy, Teddy Shapiro, who's a fantastic uh, musician, and he scores a lot of movies too. Craig, Craig Wedren. We know a lot of people who are really good at this stuff. Th this scene particularly is amazing. Okay, and the film released on Friday. For those of you who don't know, I'm sure a lot of people already know about this. We wrote this last week, and it generated a lot of buzz because the film came out last Friday. Right. Uh, former New York mayor and current personal attorney, personal attorney to Donald Trump is reaching into his trou trousers, apparently fondling himself. Mm -hmm. uh, while, while reclining on it. He was laying down laid on a bed. back down on a bed. So basically he did an interview with this woman. Was, look, it's a nice way of saying he leaned back and he tubed all over the bed. Correct. Okay. I would say that. Yes, yes. Uh, he did Following it. and there was, there was like a, a very obsequious interview where she was like playing up to him and very nice to him. And then she suggested, let's move to the bedroom and have a drink. Mm -hmm. Okay. And hidden cameras all over the bedroom. Mm -hmm. So this guy has no. So no what do we. Again, he is so, a mark. If but, he gets taken by a film crew. But what do you do when, when you think no one is watching? This is it. This is it. Except the difference is. You give away the secrets of America to Russia or to this woman. Again, the man who hired Lev Parnas can't be trusted to check to see if the room is bugged. Yeah. He's we, glossing we, over details like he's. Like he's Trump's lawyer. That's he's such a dipshit. He is such a dipshit. He he he's ruining the movie, Rudy. Yes, like any just by name alone. So after she removes her microphone, Giuliani, who is seventy six years old, older than our mom, uh, can be seen lying back on the bed, untucking his shirt, fiddling, reaching in his trousers, and then he gets interrupted by Sasha Baron Cohen, who runs in as Borat and says, "No, no, 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 no. She's only fifteen. She's too old, old for you. you." Which I think is so hilarious. Funny. All right, great joke, yep. great timing, great moment. Just, just when, he, when I mean Sasha Baron Cohen. Just when you thought he couldn't like get close enough to the fire, he really steps it up. Like I mean, he, he is, took it all the way to the to our yes, president's personal. And lawyer. I love that he had access to do that. I mean, that should tell you enough about our president. Yeah, that that this guy can get one spot away from him. Yeah, and he took him down and he, take and, him and, down. And Rudy let himself be taken down. It, it kind of makes you wonder, like, how many other reporters he's done this to or yeah. young women he's done this to. Or Let whatever. him hang himself with his own drunk, careless rope. So right away, representatives for Giuliani, they didn't say anything because you can't. You, yeah. you cannot say anything. It's yeah. on videotape. It's on videotape. What are you going to say? That's fake? Fake yeah. news? It lives in a movie. Yeah. The hottest movie in the world right now. No comment is going to help you right now, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah.
What can you say? The scene was rigged. That that's not going to work either. That's it, anyone who knows anything about a Borat movie knows that it's a hidden camera movie. That's right. They know the deal. Like you could, they're catching you in a private moment where you don't think you're on camera. But so like, you're even if yourself. he said, even if he came out and was like, "Oh, I was just doing this with Sasha Baron Cohen because we're trying to get some big thing going." That's easily Sasha easily Baron Cohen could be like, "No, you weren't. Nope. No, you weren't. Nope. We didn't." The do entire that. movie would be like, "No, yeah. you weren't." Director, everyone would say, yeah. "We didn't do that." Yeah. Case closed. Case closed. Like most of the cases Rudy is arguing as a lawyer these days, case closed in your drunk face, dummy. Word of the incident first emerged on, on the 7th of July when Giuliani called New York police to report the intrusion of an unusually dressed man. Wasn't he usually the unusually dressed man? I mean, man? he usually wears women's dresses, yes. so that is not usual, but it's interesting. It, so if it's, if it's if he unusual thinks, for Rudy, a man who did like to traipse around in his wife's clothing, then it's got to be off Which, the by the way, if Rudy Giuliani just came out as a drag queen, if he came how out much as more, a drag, how much more support would he have? Yes. It would humanize him in a Statute certain way. Statute of Liberty. There you go. That could be his drag name. Dressed as Lady Liberty, there you go. I think he'd win I, some of the left if he, he came could. out. If he if came, he came right. out of the bathroom in a church dress with gloves on and a fan and a mini pearl it hat. Would, it would humanize the guy, I, I think, agree. a little bit. I agree. So he said, this guy comes running in wearing crazy, what I would say was a pink transgender outfit. And Rudy does know about transgender so outfits. I would trust so I guess, him on that. Trust him on that Giuliani one. Giuliani told the New York Post, uh, the Post. Ugh. The Post. It was a pink bikini. Doesn't he own the Post? Probably. A pink bikini with lace underneath it. Like he's giving a lot of details. A lot of details. For a very fast like a translucent mesh top which looked absurd sorry. i've only seen it at three other parades before i mean i tried it on it didn't look great on me it yeah. also didn't look great on him he had a beard bare legs and wasn't what i would call distractingly attractive what does that even mean so what he was that kind mean? of attractive but not distractingly attractive. like, like I, I noticed him but i wouldn't like fully turn my head around i wouldn't from the neglect conversation the I was conversation in. that i was i would in stay in there but i would peripherally keep an eye on him and notice him in a certain way oh it would be on my mind in a big way but, but i keep, keep talking, talking to, to someone else person. yeah this person comes yelling and screaming and i thought it must be a scam or a shakedown you didn't think that no you didn't think that so he or maybe he thought it was a scam. Maybe he thought it was just like that he was who knows like her pimp or something like that. Who knows? He then ran away. Giuliani. And said, by the way, the police found no crime whatsoever. Yeah, no crime was committed. Yeah. So Giuliani was wrong. Classic Giuliani claiming there's a crime when, when there, there is, is no, no crime. crime. Yeah. Giuliani continued. I only later realized it must have been Sasha Baron Cohen. I guarantee you didn't realize you it. Must no have been idea Sasha who Baron he Cohen. is, even though. His big movie came out in 2006 when you were still a relevant human being. I thought about all the people he previously fooled and I felt good about myself because he didn't get me. He did get you. He did get you. He 100% got you. Straight up revisionist history. This is a microcosm of everything you do, Rudy. Was that the same way that you took down the mob? Same, or or how you handled everything on 9-11? Or you getting drunk and being a Russian plant for the president? I mean, these are all things that you've done. Where does where does this conquest fit, Rudy? This is it, man. Your true self was on display. It got revealed to everybody. You can't refute it. It's 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 on. Check the videotape. Yep. Viewers may be less convinced that Baron Cohn reprising his role as the bumbling reporter Borat and Maria, who plays his daughter Tutar, has no uh, had, had no, no success, success with with fooling Rudy Giuliani because no, 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 they he did. did. They 100% did. That's just a fact. How do you not know who Borat is? Maybe he thought he was the next Lev Parnas. I don't uh, know. Who knows? I do not know. Or that it was the guy who scrubbed through Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, he's probably used to seeing a lot of Eastern Bloc people. So maybe he just thought, 
I hear the accent. I feel comfortable. So, I don't exactly. know. So obviously Giuliani, well-versed in receiving gifts and then doing dirty deeds for somebody. So, so, like, so this, the, yeah, he, he went into his mode. He, he definitely in, didn't seem uncomfortable in the yeah. video. He didn't seem like, I don't know what we're doing here. Even before he reaches into his trousers, Giuliani does not appear to acquit himself, especially impressively during the encounter. It's, it's a mess. I would argue that even after he reached into his trousers, he couldn't even acquit himself from his trousers. Folks. Flattered and flirtatious. He drinks scotch. He coughs. Fails to socially distance. By the way, this isn't a pandemic. Right. And claims Trump's speedy actions in the spring saved millions of American lives dying from COVID. He also agrees, in, in theory at least, to eat a bat with his interviewer. He is off the rails are willing to do anything to impress this Again, we woman. cannot stress this enough that that this is the president's personal lawyer, aside from Bill Barr. This is the guy who has, yeah, Bill Barr is really his personal lawyer. But, but still, this bat-eating, penis-fiddling, scotch-drinking, coughing, non-social distancing nut job is the president's lawyer. He has the president's ear He's right now. He's officially his representation. Giuliani has become a key figure in the late stages of the U.S. presidential election after obtaining a laptop hard driver purportedly belonging to Hunter Biden, and he left it at a repair shop in Delaware. He cannot he can't he, even get the wrong thing. He done can't right. even be expected to pick up the thing he left off. God oh, jeez, I was supposed to get that. Oh, I, I thought I was just off. supposed to drop it off. His efforts to unearth political dirt on Trump's rivals for the White House uh, mean that the film's mortifying footage can be seen in an attempt to undermine Giuliani's credibility. It's already undermined. Yeah, I don't think you have to do a lot to get there, but this helps. This definitely helps. He's undermining his own He's undermining credibility he's been by undermining being his credibility forever. An attempt to undermine his credibility. He's been doing that for the last couple of years. This film is not doing anything that Giuliani hasn't himself already done. That's right. He's blown his credibility so terribly, I actually think he's responsible for 9-11. That's it. He's now gone that far. I don't know about that, but I will say that he's definitely somebody who- He's not. I'm, I'm exaggerating to make a point. He is not responsible for 9-11, but I'm saying he has screwed up so much, he makes you question him. Well, and, and look, maybe 35 years ago, he was a little more of sound mind, but still- Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. He certainly doesn't seem like he's there right now. I mean, if he can be fooled by a character that was so popular in a movie that made $250 million in 2006, which is a lot closer to 2000. Did he win a Golden Globe for it? Yes. Right. Huge hit. Then he can be literally get caught with his hands down his pants by anyone. And this just proved it. Yeah. There you go. That is a show, guys. There That's it is. That's how we do. Uh, stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected, guys. We got your back this last week. We got you. Just listen to our podcast, share it with friends, stay connected, when you stay can't protected. Go to, when you can't go to sleep at night, listen to us. That's Let right. us take you home. This is not a hoax. We got the jokes. Wear a mask, everybody. And vote, vote, vote. vote. See you tomorrow. Podcast Network.